Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. We have an amazing guest today. I met him at Kathy Pedraeus's book launch and we hit it off and I said, you have to come be on the podcast. And Anthony Rodriguez Your TikTok has over 340,000 TikTok followers, which is incredible. Your handle is at Saint underscore travels. And the bio reads foodie, travel, and home of Rex from locals. So welcome to Too Old for TikTok. Hey, super excited to be here. I am just super thrilled on on my first podcast, as we mentioned before. So I'm, I'm really excited. We love having first podcast guests. So thank you so much for joining us. So we'll dive in. Tell us a little about your background before TikTok and then your journey to becoming a TikTok influencer. Yeah. So my journey has been kind of weird, I guess. Uh, I was in the real estate investment world. So I was doing like, you know, real estate stuff on the phone, kind of sales uh, kind of stuff. I always had a feeling about TikTok. Since like 2019, I kind of saw like there was some kind of trend and I was like, oh, I kind of want to do something with travel. And I've always wanted to do it, but you know, I'm just, you know, it's oh, this is something I'll never do, but whatever. And uh, the pandemic hit and uh, I had a couple more days off, I guess. And we thought like the market was going to crash and the world was going to end. So I was like, you know what, why not? Let's make some videos on TikTok. Everyone, everyone was on it. Started to make some travel videos in New York City, like three things to do in New York City. I did about, so I planned out that day. So I had a day off. I went to New York City for five free things to do in New York City. I did four of the video concept that I was trying to you know, create. And then the fifth one was on the other side of Manhattan. So I was exhausted. I was tired. And I'm like, but I'm like, I just got to do it. Like, I have nothing to lose. Like, I'm already here. Let's just do it. And then the fifth one was this Roosevelt Island tramway. So it's like this little tramway that takes you from Manhattan to this little island called Roosevelt Island. It's like a little red thing. I don't know. I know it very well because I actually live right by there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> but I've only been on it once. Oh yeah, I only yeah I only been on it twice. Going going one way and going, right. going back. <laughs> and yeah, it was uh it was super whatever. And I, I did the video and posted it two weeks later, and I got like six million views. Wow! So, oh, yeah. Viral. So, yeah, super viral, got a whole bunch of followers out of it. And yeah, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then I, that's kind of my journey went on. So kept doing it. That's so crazy. Yeah, we definitely have heard a lot. And I am one of the many who like joined TikTok during the pandemic when it was just, we we just get, you know, we sort of gave in. It yeah. was like, we had heard about it and we got bored enough. Let's try it out. Exactly. So what do you specifically, I love asking this question, what do you love about TikTok? What do I love about TikTok? I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, I just love the randomness. And like, you go on your For You page, and it might be the stupidest trend ever. But it's hilarious and just makes sense. And yeah, and like these creators, like, think of like, you, you would just never think of stuff like that. And then someone creates it. And I'm like, oh my god, that is genius. How could you even think about something like that? So 
I, I that's why I love about TikTok. And just so many creatives that are coming together, either being something funny, emotional, and it's usually all on your phone. You know, it's nothing like this huge production or whatever. Um, it's usually people like sitting in their home just doing a stupid video, and then boom. <laughs> Yeah, then yeah, millions of views. Yeah, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the TikTok community you've built? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that's how I met. <laughs> yeah, that's how I met you. Uh, when, at the little uh, event that they had with uh, Kathy and her book launch, we built a really cool community here in New York City. It started off with a few of us, then it grew to like about a group chat of thirty of us on Instagram, and we just meet up. Uh, restaurants or whatever we kind of talk and, and stuff like that and just give each other tips and tricks to grow our account um, even sometimes if we get a brand deal or something like that um, we'll send it over to another creator hey they're looking for other creators like you here you go and that's that's literally the way I've been making money honestly uh, by other creators helping me out sharing, sharing the, uh, their contacts and brand deals and me doing the same so the community is super awesome there's like no drama you would think yeah you know yeah. you think like all oh, these influencers whatever whatever in new york city no they're pretty nice and just they just make videos and that's pretty much it that's my favorite thing about TikTok. if you ask me is learning about the community and just how nice everyone is and supportive of each other i mean you're doing this uh full time now is that right Yes, I'm doing this full time. Yeah. Yeah. So to to have that support system and to be sharing ideas and contacts and not be like super cutthroat is, I mean, to, we Melissa and I come from the entertainment industry. So back in the day, <laughs> we could tell you stories. Everyone seemed very <laughs> cutthroat. That was not Same. our experience of like people being helpful. I mean, there's a select few who were, but. I think when people think of TikTok, they think of influencers as kind of thinking of themselves like more than other people, just because of the, like a lot of people have these glitzy lifestyles. So to hear this from a creator and to see it at the event, how nice everyone was and like really you guys are friends uh, is incredible. So I, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you see, yeah, and you witness it like, like firsthand, hey, we're not faking it. You know, you saw us like joking around, saying dumb stuff and yeah. having a good time, yeah. you know, hanging out. And like we're genuinely friends, which is like the cool thing. Yeah. You know, we're not just like, you know, business associates, you know, that hey, it's right. a transactional thing. I actually hang out with them all the time. Hey, hey, I'm in the city. Like, hey, pop in, come in, whatever, let's hang out, um, shoot some content. And yeah, everyone's just so helpful. And I think one of the things that kind of helped it was... Uh, Another big TikToker, her name is uh, Luis, picture perfect. He was there at the event. He has a good amount of followers, so do I. Um, and me and him have a very give-give mentality, not even a give-take, give-give, mm, you know? I love that. So we're, yeah, we're trying to, like, help everybody out, and I feel like it's, it's contagious. So if everyone's like, oh, wow, like, you're out here helping out everybody, like, let me do the same. So I think, especially if you're a big creator and you want to start that kind of group or whatever you got to be the first one to take initiative and to really show hey you know we're here to help and that's how you start that trend i guess 
It's awesome. And you told me a story even about the uh, VIP list girls. Uh, you went to one of their events and they have a character, like a persona online that is very much like you would not think they were friendly or nice. But you had mentioned that they were some of the nicest people that you've ever met. Can you tell us a little oh, more about that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They, you know, uh, some people forget, you know, so I mean, Again, it depends on every creators. You know, me, I'm pretty like the same how I am in my videos and how I am in real life. Um, but there's some people that have a different persona. Like, for example, Kathy, mm. her persona on her videos is, uh, you know, she even says like, oh, that's her kind of way of being. You know, obviously, it's, it's not how she actually is at home. She's not always talking like that. <laughs> right. you know, she's a different persona. Um, and the same thing with the VIP listers. Um, they have, you know, a certain... Uh, again, like this character that they, they created, which people are, it's very polarizing, you know, but, I, you know, obviously I'm not stupid, you know, <laughs> um, and I see that, hey, it's, it's to get people riled up and, and stuff like that. And, uh, but yeah, in the back of my mind, I'm like, are they like that? When I went to the bed, I'm like, oh, are they like that? <laughs> and I got there and me being super punctual and I got only the first one there. So I am like, and I'm like, damn, I should have thought about it. Influencers are always late. We should have, I should have just came later. <laughs> so I got to the event and I said, hey, I'm St. Travels. And they're like, oh my God, I love your videos, blah, blah, blah. And they were so warm and welcoming when I was there. Like, hey, do you need a drink? What would, what would you like to drink? Hey, do you want to try this food? Blah, blah, blah. And they're trying to set everything up and just, I felt so like at home and, and stuff like that. So and, and throughout the whole event, you know, they had a bunch of people and she would always, you know, hey, how are you? How's everything? You need anything? Even check in while there's a million other creators and there's a whole bunch, you know, obviously they're hosting the event. So they have a whole things, a laundry list of things to do. But for them to do that, that shows way more than, you know, their character than, you know, what people are saying them online, you know, you know, and, and yeah, so. Again, I had a great experience with, experience with them. So I, I can't say, hey, they're this, they're that. They are actually really, really nice. So I love to hear that as an example of just the give-give mentality, which I think mm -hmm. you explained so wonderfully. Uh, so switching gears back to your specific content. So you do interview styles, like you ask people what their favorite pizza place in New York is. What's the best pizza spot here in New York City? give you the best and the most underrated it's marinara on second and tenth you get the sicilian with the cheese inside the crust the pepperoni on it fantastic oh really that sounds amazing people will tell you joe's and other ones no don't go to joe's go to marinara <laughs> it's really good like small people are just chilling you, you're drunk you grab a slice of pizza on your way home like it's pretty good it's like a chill chill vibe oh yeah very chill vibe. awesome what's your name by the way parsa parsa very nice to meet my name's anthony you do lists, so like best food halls in New York City. Best food halls here in New York City. If you're indecisive, I suggest you scroll away, because here they have the best food from the city all in one roof. My favorite art installation. 21 different restaurants, three bars, and a terrace that overlooks the Brooklyn and Manhattan Bridge. For the rest of my list, check out my pimple. How do you figure out what kind of content works, and do you have a favorite type of content that you like to produce? I usually, if I like something, like, you know, if I go to a place, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. You know, I'm not the crazy one. I'm like, may, most likely other people would like it too. Um, that's kind of why I think about that, like the list kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but the interviewing thing spawned out of something of like something bad into something good. Mm -hmm. So it's called, the series is called Rex from Locals, where I go to interview people randomly and like, hey, what is your favorite, you know, New York City, what's your favorite pizza? I go to Philadelphia, hey, what's your favorite 
uh, Philly cheesesteak. So that was kind of the thing, like iconic things, wherever that region is, city, whatever they're known for, right? And the reason why I came up with that was because I went to Philadelphia and I did a cheesesteak review and they're like really like territorial <laughs> about that stuff. Like if it's not their favorite, you're dead, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I got, I, you know, I did a video and I got so many hate comments and I was like, and I, you know, I thought to myself, like, damn, like, it's not cool. And uh, I was like, I asked, I asked one of the guys, uh, the person that was like really spewing out hate. I'm like, hey, so what do you recommend? And then he messaged me, gave me a bunch of like, hey man, if you really want to have a cheesesteak experience, go here, then go here, and then go here. And then I went to one of the spots that he recommended, and it was delicious. And he was right; it was way better than the one I recommended. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm, wow. I'm not from Philadelphia. I'm from Jersey, and I used to go from New York to New Jersey and stuff like that. But I went to like an iconic place, I guess. And then I'm like, why, why don't I just ask locals? Like, they know more than me that I'm not from there. They know more than I do. So why don't I ask them, like, make them the voice of that, where their city is from? So that's what I started doing. So I'm like, oh, yeah, like, let me just do Rex with locals. So that's kind of how that started. And it's been, it kicked off like crazy. And I love, I love, I love meeting people on the street. I have like a sign that says like what's your favorite pizza and like people come up to me and talk to me and that's so that. cool yeah yeah it's the it's the craziest thing people either think i'm homeless or protesting <laughs> that's like the the what they're thinking oh like some guy gave me a dollar say hey buddy and i'm like oh i'm not homeless but thank you i guess like, i'm okay <laughs> but i appreciate it i appreciate it <laughs> but yeah, yeah oh my gosh that's great no it's just it's awesome i feel like tiktok is one of these like truly social platforms and like if creators like and I think the successful creators do you take advantage of the fact that like your viewers can talk back to you mm-hmm. and if and like the smartest ones take that feedback mm-hmm. like it all started from somebody just commenting on your video mm-hmm. and then you were like actually like maybe I can change my content to you know be better for these viewers. I think that's so smart. Yeah, I think, I think, thankfully, I, you know, I, I developed a really good thick skin within, it took some time because, you know, sometimes you take it a little personal. And also, if you have a bad day and then someone just, you know, spews a little hate, you're like, and catch you on the wrong time, oh, you know, but yeah, no, no, I, I think you got to take it, to, you know, that's you had to develop thick, thick skin if you're going to be in the social media world. And, um, sometimes when they are saying like, Hey, I don't agree with this, or I want something else. Um, you should definitely listen you never know. You never know what you're going to get out of that. You know, cause again, if I didn't said, Hey, I know better than you, that mentality, this whole series wouldn't have never launched. And because of that, I gained like around a hundred thousand dollars because of that series. Wow. So <laughs> kudos to him. So. <laughs> Kudos to you for listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm curious. We you mentioned it a little bit about the brand deals. So you've gotten a lot of brand deals. Can you explain like that process, how that's worked for you? So in the beginning, it was horrible. It was the worst because brand well brand deals didn't really know about TikTok. I mean, they knew, but they didn't trust it. They didn't like see the long term thing. Uh, especially in the beginning with the whole Donald Trump thing, might ban TikTok. Right. You know, they don't want to. Oh, yeah. They don't want to put all their their eggs in that basket of TikTok. If you know, God forbid, it gets deleted, they're gone. 
So in the beginning, it was super hard to get brand deals because because of that on that end. And, um, and yeah, lately, I would say the past six to eight months, brand deals have been skyrocketing. Like they've been reaching out to me or reaching out to um, to people I know, and once they close or sign a contract, they'll send it to me. So that culmination, I'm like, oh my god, I can do this full time. So that's why I switched full time and mm. never look back. <laughs> So, so yeah, these brand deals are, um, you know, a bunch of area, like a bunch of companies, you know, either they email me and I'll try to figure something out and yeah, pretty much how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Congrats on that. Thank you. Since you're focused on food and travel, do you, are there brand deals that reach out that you're just like, this doesn't fit my niche or I don't believe in the product? Oh yeah. Oh, all the time. Even, even if it's food mm. stuff, like, um, I do restaurants a lot and if the restaurant kind of sucks. Uh, well, that's good to know you're authentic. I, I, yeah. I have to be. You know, you in the beginning, I'd be like, oh, no one cares about what I like. But I literally had a comment yesterday. Some guy's like, hey, I flew in from a, a far place called the UK, and I went to the pizzeria you recommended, and I really enjoyed it. Oh. I'm just like. Yeah. <laughs> that one. And, yeah. And then you're just thinking to yourself, like, God, I gotta make sure these places are top yeah, tier. For sure. You know, like they, you know, obviously sometimes you know things happen in restaurants, you know, whatever. But I just really have to be carefully vetting these things because, you know, if I were to fly, you know, obviously I don't think he flew there just for the pizzeria that I recommended. But, <laughs> but you know, people take these recommendations seriously. And if I, you know, if if I were to, if you were to tell me, hey Anthony, check out this spot, blah blah, it's really cool. I trust you. Yeah. And if, you, if I go there and I enjoy it, that's awesome. If I don't, I'm not going to trust your second recommendation that you might, you might have, you know? So, so yeah, I really, especially lately, I've been super careful on what what places I recommend now nowadays. What was the pizza spot that was so good? John's on Bleaker. Oh, yeah. John's, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that spot. And it's just, like, such a vibe. I hate that. It's such a Gen Z Thing, but scraps it, you know like yes. get a, a pie with your friends you know beer and like there's like carvings all over the seats it's like that and it's just the sit down like with your friends and having a good time so i, I love that i love that yeah you mentioned gen z but you're you're a cusper right so you're on the cusp of gen z and millennials so yes. in terms of like too old for tiktok what are what are your thoughts on that yeah, I'm 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 there. I'm well, I was born in 1995, so I'm a late Gen Z, early millennial. I don't even know what the hell I am. Like, you know, <laughs> one website, I'm Gen Z. One website, I'm a millennial. The other website, I'm something else. I'm like, okay, but yeah, I was I was I'm I'm obviously a little older for TikTok, but yeah, I I loved it when it, I thought it was hilarious when it first started. and I saw the potential of it um, from a very very good start. Like I I I think I mentioned this to you before. Yeah that um, I, I believe we're all in the same age bracket when YouTube first started. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of grew up mm-hmm. in the infancy of YouTube and when YouTube first started, it was a wild place. It was just stupid, you know, cat videos and your friends yep. posting some kind of videos and whatever. And if all of us knew what YouTube would become, we'd be YouTube megastars, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Uh, but it started as just, kids just having fun on a website and you know recording themselves 
So I saw the same thing with TikTok in like 2019. I'm like, yo, there's something there. You know, yeah. that's the same thing what happened with YouTube. So that's why I had this feeling, this hit, like this, this thing. And then once the whole pandemic thing, I'm like, I'm just going to go for it, like full send. But yeah, so I, and, and going into that, you know, TikTok world, creating content, I was definitely the older one, you know, I was just a bunch of kids make, making content. And then also my friends that were like, I told them, hey, I'm making videos on TikTok. They're like, oh, you dance, you dance. And I'm like, no, I don't dance. But <laughs> to this day, I haven't made a dance video. So exclusive on that, <laughs> uh, on TikTok. But um, yeah, I do feel older on, on it. But now I feel like it's, it's uh, I definitely see a little more broader age like, I feel like older people are getting on, on it, and, uh, and yeah, I feel like everybody's starting to enjoy it. Kind of like how YouTube was. Young, young, every, now everybody's on YouTube. Awesome that you had that foresight for in the TikTok to YouTube comparison is true. We always talk about it was like America's Funniest Home Videos first would give you those crazy videos, and then YouTube pretty much became that. You'd have those stupid videos, and now TikTok is, like, actually recycling, like, America's Funniest Home Videos from, like, <laughs> the early 90s before YouTube is a thing, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think I think TikTok is evolving, and we'll see what I'm I'm excited what's gonna it it's gonna become, and obviously I'm on a lookout what's the next one, you know? Because yeah, things like this move pretty fast. So true. How do you measure success in terms of TikTok or being an influencer or just in in life in general? Oh my God, so philosophical. Um, How do I measure success? Man, I would say like that comment that I got. That, for me, someone saying, hey, I went to where you recommended and I liked it. That, for me, is everything, you know? Yeah. Because with TikTok, you can get a million views, and that's great. And, and I don't want to sound so, like, I don't, know, I don't know what the word for it, but, like, ungrateful, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a crazy craziness that someone, you know, that your video goes viral. But there's something with TikTok, it feels like it's like you're playing, like, uh, like a slot machine, you yeah. know, like you're always looking for the next viral, the next thing, the next that. You never really, even when you hit something viral, you're looking for the next viral. So you don't really enjoy anything, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I kind of got myself out of that slot machine mentality and just enjoy it. Enjoy whenever I get to connect with a follower that I have or other TikTokers. Um, and even when I go to the place that I go, I used to be very like, okay, I'm going to go there, shoot do this camera angle lighting blah 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 and not really enjoy the place you know and not really enjoy and take it in you know sometimes you gotta take in sometimes i was um i was with picture perfect and he invited me to go on top of the edge it's like a building uh, a huge building in austin region deck in new york city yeah. and they had this thing where you can, you're like literally you can walk i don't know how to explain it. i'm like this is the worst explaining this like me on a podcast <laughs> explaining this thing so you're pretty much attached to the building you can walk up and like it's all a building and you can yeah it's, it's a crazy experience yeah and i'm here i'm like what the heck am i doing right now like this is so crazy and i had to take it in you had to take a moment like this is awesome i get to participate in this and show people how cool it is and also enjoy myself so yeah i can't beat that you know you, you know I, I that for me is the epitome of success it's doing something you love Showing people you, what, you, what you love and them loving it as well. So that's, there you go. I figured out <laughs> what success means. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And I, I feel like 
all of that explains why I love TikTok as well. I think obviously everybody's For You page is super tailored to them. And my For You page has consistently given me content from creators that I feel like have that mentality. Like you can tell and it, it comes through in your content. Like, yeah, you can tell this guy really put thought into what we're viewing and why it's important. I love it. Did you ever think that that you'd become a TikTok influencer and like and what does being an influencer mean to you in that context uh, this is weird but yeah i always had a feeling that i would be doing videos i've always yes. wanted to do videos i've always wanted to be in that atmosphere but i was just very scared to what people thought when i was young. i don't know why i feel like and i, I read this book and they're like when you're young you think oh you're you're, you're too young to do all that stuff. And when you're old, you're like, oh, you're too old to do this stuff. So you're, it's never the right time, right? So so I had that mentality when, and yeah, like if people, you know, obviously were going to school, having you know careers and stuff like that. So I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm never gonna do that. Yeah, that was kind of like, kind of hold me back in the beginning. What was the second part of your question? I totally forgot. <laughs> what does it mean to you to be an influencer? I don't think I'm an influencer. It, it's funny, I don't say, hey, I'm an influencer, you know? I still, you know, I still go to Starbucks and get a coffee and, you know, come out, you know, I'm not, you know, I, nothing really has changed. But yeah, I, I guess, you know, again, inf, you know, but, and also that kind of, the word influencer has a bad, bad connotation. Mm. Nowadays, for some reason, I, I don't really care. People, yeah, people get offended too like really? you, oh i'm not an influencer i'm a content creator and i'm oh, like interesting come on man it's the same yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you know i mean do are there some influencers that are that kind of quote-unquote influencer like the, the bougie pretentious person absolutely but yeah no no but I, I guess again but you are influencing people like again i i do a video and someone goes to that place because i said it was good you influence them to go to that thing or do that thing so essentially, yes, that, that is being an influencer. There's, some, there's nothing wrong with that. So nothing wrong with being an influencer or whatever you want to call it. No, I'm, I'm actually like, yeah, I feel like influencer and content creator are essentially interchangeable yeah. at this point. And I, I have mad respect for both of them, honestly. Um, it's a lot of work either way. And I think it's so cool how people connect with others through content. So whatever you want to call it's it. It's just a title yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. 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 It's just a title. And yeah. And again, I, I think a small group of those influencer content creators kind of ruined it and made that make us, the rest of us look bad and think, you know, I, I actually did an interview with somebody and they asked me like, well, what, what would you want people to know about influencers that it's not true or just kind of like disregard and like, Hey, we're all not rich and famous. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't just walk in and waltz in. And also, when we get invited to these places, like events, like we were the other day, it's like we have to create this. You know, if we go to a fancy restaurant or a cool place, we got to create. Hey, hey, this is super cool. You know, this is a super nice experience. But that's not my life twenty four seven. You know, I'm not drenched in champagne. You know, like you know, showering in champagne showers. You know, that's not my life. You know, that's a small part of it. And that's the one I show you, but the rest of my life is pretty, pretty normal and very like to yours. You know, it's not like that. So people, and you know, that's how, that's how social media is. You know, they're not going to show you the struggle. Um, they're only going to show you, hey, when they bought that new car, or when they got married, or when they bought that, you know, new house. You know, so the same thing with social influencers. You know, we got to show them the cool part because 
stuff like that. But on the flip side, TikTok is a little more authentic. Mm-hmm. I think a little yeah. more real. Um, and they show that side of like, hey, like I suffer from this, I suffer right. from that. Right. Um, you know, I had, I was following, I don't know who I was following. And they took uh, a test for ADHD and they found out they're autistic, like they're on the spectrum. And they make great content and you would never think. And then you, you know, something like I, me personally, if I had some experience, maybe I would, I wouldn't post it, but for them to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and then people in the comments connecting with it, yeah, I found out too. And wow. blah, blah, blah. And they're super successful. And you know, like there, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm like, that's awesome. You know, like who would have thought that, you know, I, I wouldn't have the guts to do that, but you did it. And people in the comments are like loving you for it and, and, and understanding and sharing their experiences and building this community, what? <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a common theme we get from all creators we talk to is that TikTok is the place to be your most authentic self and something like revealing that you have autism and then people in the comments being so positive, I think is unique to a platform like TikTok, which is just incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And that's why I, lo- I love about this is just, there's super, it's, uh, you know, obviously not, not everything is authentic, but like most of it, it way more authentic than Instagram or, or YouTube or stuff like that. So I, I, I'm glad that people are going that direction. It's, it's uh, I really like that. Yeah, me too. What does your For You page look like? The page is funny. Um, it's funny because your For You page probably knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah, and, absolutely. And the fact like <laughs> when I was younger, I used to watch wrestling, you know, like, you know, like The Rock and Stone Cold and yes. all that stuff. And I haven't watched it since, you know, like years, you know, when I was, when I was a kid. And my For You page, I get like WWE stuff. Wow. And I'm like, how does he it even know that I like this stuff? <laughs> you know, this was buried in my childhood. <laughs> or, or, or like you see a commercial that, like, hey, remember this commercial when we were young? And it was like the same commercial you always thought about. I'm like, what? how does this even pop up in my For You? page but uh yeah so i get like that i get obviously travel stuff foodie stuff i get that obviously frequently my for you page i get a lot of motivational stuff i'm into motivational uh stuff when people are talking and stuff like that i'm really i love marvel so i get that so yeah if you were to my for you page like this guy's a nerd (laughs) like star wars stuff yeah and again these are things that I would have, you know, like we met the other day, you would have never known this guy, like Star Wars, yeah. all that stuff. My For You page does, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, like like my, I think my For You page knows me better than my girlfriend. She, like, he, they know that I like all this stuff and this and that, and yeah, that's what my For You page looks like. So a whole bunch of, oh yeah, and movies. I love movies. I'm a big movie guy, so yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be embarrassed. My For You page is pretty similar to yours. <laughs> I would, I would love to know. Hey, no. what's what's your for you page? Oh uh, yeah, I want to know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys are asking me, what's your for you page looking like? Yeah, mine's got a lot of. It's also funny. Like, all I recently got really into the Marvel movies, and like as I was binge watching all of them, and I really loved the shows on Disney. Also, like WandaVision, I loved, and it was just crazy because as I was watching that on a different medium suddenly I was getting TikTok content about it. And I was just like, how does it know? <laughs> it's crazy. So weird how it knows. But yeah, no, and then the worst thing, you know, I love movies and the worst thing, and maybe the only bad thing about TikTok, is they love spoiling movies. Oh, I know. Mm. You got to swipe that, like, away gotta quick. Yeah, yeah, you got to 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. Hey, yeah. we're gonna talk about the spoiler. But there's some kids that just do it just to troll people, Ugh, and just me. yeah, like yeah, you you need to go on timeout or something. You know, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> yeah, those those are the worst. But I, I need to know your for view page too. I need to, you know, since we're all spilling the beans. Okay. <laughs> so well, since we're talking about TV shows that pop up, I'm a big Bravo fan, so I have a lot of like Bravo, Bravo TikTok. Stuff. Yeah, New York City. I mean. It's probably 50% of my For You page, like recommendations, food, where to go. New York City TikTok is a lot of it, a lot of comedy stuff, a lot of corporate stuff. I guess it knows that I have a job. So, and I'm a it knows I'm a job. It knows I'm a millennium and it knows I'm a single girl living in the city. So it's a lot of like all of that. Yeah. West Elm Caleb guy or whatever. I mean, West Elm Caleb all over. West Elm Caleb. Alabama Rush, big into that when that was a thing. <laughs> mhm, mm mhm. Uh, I'm now with the whole Johnny Depp. Uh, oh, I can't get thing. enough of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just eating it up, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm so bad, you know? Like, yeah. I'm just like, you hear something? Oh my God, she did what? Yeah, he did what? You know? <laughs> oh my true. God. And, the lawyer and the psychologist, therapist, whatever. And it's yeah. it's perfect to watch the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial in the bite size information because out of context, like the things that they're saying, like you said, are insane. So I can watch like a hundred videos of just clips of them saying insane things, but then like to sit there and watch the trial is boring. But like it's just perfect for like little sixty second TikTok. I yeah obviously I'm gonna assume they're doing it for money to put it like on live or whatever because yeah. that's insane I would not want a court hearing of me and my ex whatever like all, all like literally everything's out there and they're going into detail oh, like yeah. so can you repeat when you said that you you pooped in yeah. the bed what, what exactly <laughs> yeah, does that what? are you being is that is that correct? It's like, yes. I mean, it was only this and that. Oh, I'm like, oh my God. This is, this is bad. This is really bad. But yeah, that's TikTok. TikTok, that's... Prime TikTok. Yeah, that's that's yeah. prime TikTok right there. That's, 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 that's the good stuff. But yeah, let's, yeah. And again, trends that they're, they're going on right now. I don't, what trends are we right now? Like hot right now? I don't... Uh, Lizzo. Sure. Lizzo. The Lizzo dance. Usually dances aren't on my For You page, but I'm a big Lizzo fan. So that's been all over my For You page. Song of the Summer. Song of the Summer. Yeah. No, the, the the song that's like, has, has been in my head, but it's like slowly coming out is the, uh, my money doesn't jiggle jiggle. It folds. Oh my God. I was just going to say that. I love that. We were considering at doing a dance at the at, at Kathy's the, event. At the event. Yeah, we were like, like, how do we coordinate this? We all don't. We're all like TikTokers that don't know how to dance. Like we're the worst <laughs> group of TikTokers, right. you know. And but we love that song. Like literally in my head. Like and also, I have a thing where, like, let's say I'm like with a group of friends. In the back of my head, there's TikTok sounds mm -hmm. running through. You know, <laughs> these random TikTok sounds are just, you know, my money doesn't jiggle jiggle. I'm here having a full on conversation. <laughs> Having that song in the back of my head. Yes. Yes. Yeah. These. Yeah. They're so catchy. It's so weird, but I love TikTok. We we always talk <laughs> about like there's a TikTok language, so automatically if you make a TikTok reference and someone gets it, then you know you have this intimate bond already. So it's just easier to talk to people. So it's yeah, the language is you gotta know it or else I I can't talk to people anymore who aren't on TikTok because we're not speaking the same language. <laughs> and you sound insane right. trying to explain a tiktok hey, have you ever been 
apps with somebody and be like, oh, have you seen that TikTok video? Oh, yeah. Like, no, no, no. What is it? Well, it's when the guy does this and the, the girl does You know what? Never mind. I Never sound. Mind. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> you know, even if you show them, they're like, what? Like, but you have to be there for it. I don't know. It has to be organically on your For You page for you to get it. That makes yeah. any sense. I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah. Totally. That's uh, that. <laughs> Who are some of your favorite creators? Ooh. Well, obviously my New York City people, they, I, I see them actually film it and see them them doing their thing in their own style. Because, you know, a lot of us go to the same places because, you know, that's the trendy stuff, you know. But they do it in their own way, and I love that. Uh, obviously my favorite is uh, uh, Luis Pitcher Perfect NYC. He films in a certain way, like, blows me away. Like, he just does it, and it looks he's all on his can on his all on his phone not on the camera it makes it look like it's like some high production video that's awesome like it's crazy but yeah he's definitely one of them i mean all my new york city guy people but there's this one guy that does uh i would i would love to do in the future that's like kind of inspiring me he does he goes to south america and he meets like just people on the street and then he kind of figures out their story and he like helps them out um, through donations, I guess, and like they build them a home, they build them a store, they build them a whatever, or like one they help build them like a uh, like a veterinarian place. I don't know wow. if these like random parts of South America and Central America. I'm just like here in tears, yeah. you know, like like the people are looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, oh, I just saw this guy, <laughs> you know, change his woman's life and she had three kids and blah blah, and they built them a house, and I'm. And I'm like, I love that, you know, and one day that's kind of a goal of mine is to really give back either it's, uh, here in the States, obviously New York City, because again, uh, without New York City, I wouldn't be in this influencer well realm. Um, so that's kind of one thing I really want to give back to New York or just in general. So those are he like really inspired me. I, I don't remember his thing as his handle. handle. But when his videos pop up, I'm like, all right, got to get my tissues. <laughs> we'll, we'll find him and put him in the show notes. Give him yeah. credit. Yeah. Put him in the show notes. Shout him out. Yeah, give donations. Sure. I, yeah. I, sent, I sent money, too. I'm like, here's my money. Take it all. Yeah. Just take it all. That's you awesome. know, Take it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're going to move to our lightning round. So first thing that pops in your head, we have a few questions. First one is, are you too old for TikTok? No, not anymore because everybody's coming in. What's your favorite pizza spot in the city? John's. John's. John's and Bleecker. Top tier right now. What's your favorite bagel spot in the city? Uh, in the city, actually, the best bagel shop I recently went to is in actually New Jersey. <gasps> Mountainside. Yes, I've been there and it's phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I might hurt some people, but <laughs> I kid you not. Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite trend or audio that's been on TikTok? My money doesn't jiggle jiggle. It folds. I love that song. And uh, yeah, just play that yeah. at my funeral. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, what's the worst TikTok advice you've ever gotten? You're too old. Uh, you should stop. Um, it's not a real job. And uh, you should stop because Donald Trump is going to close it up. Thank God I never listened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your number one piece of TikTok advice? Always show value, care about your followers. If you want to be famous, if that's just the old angle, don't do it at all. And yeah, just give value, care about your followers. Last question. Where do you see the future of TikTok? I do believe that um, 
unfortunately, there will be more money poured in into TikTok and actually like higher production is definitely going to come in. Kind of like how YouTube happened, you know, when four was kind of homemade videos. Now you like have like films. Uh, I do believe that might be the trajectory of, of it, but we'll have to see. I hope not. I hope it stays authentic. Obviously, it, obviously, every app, every whatever has to evolve somehow. Um, but if they keep that authentic, authenticity, that would be awesome. But we'll, we'll see. All right. Well, we'll wrap up. Let all of our listeners know what are you working on and where can they find you? Give us all your handles, all that good stuff. Okay. Well, my handle is Saint Travels. I will, so Saint underscore, underscore Travels, and people get confused. Is like Saint like S T like a Saint? No, the word Saint underscore Travels. So I definitely have to clarify all the time about that. Yeah, and I just be uh, yeah on Instagram and on on TikTok. I actually started a new Instagram. So if you see like 100 followers, like oh this is fake. No, that is actually me. So don't worry. I started a new one just cause. And yeah, the ones i'm really working on is uh rex from locals i am doing i'm moving i mentioned before i'm moving to florida so i am going to be doing rex from locals in miami just asking people hey what's their favorite you know beach cuban spots places to party in orlando too either maybe disney hey what's the favorite best ride in disney you know, I'm going to ask Disney adults that because they <laughs> love talking about it. And yeah. Yes. So that's the couple projects that I'm working on. Uh, I still will be flying frequently back to New York City. So don't, I know people are freaking out when I said yeah. that. I'm like, oh, you're not going to do New York City stuff? I'm like, no, no, don't worry. And I also have a friend that is helping me out doing videos as well. So uh, in, in in the city, which is really cool. So that's yeah, it's awesome. exciting. Yeah. Thank you so much. We're so happy that we could be your first podcast. You're incredible. I think your energy is contagious. You are one of the nicest people. So thank you so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Guys, I love this. I love this. And I I see you guys completely killing this, uh, you know, really, really soon. Just like taking over the podcast, I I guess. I love, you know, your energy too. You guys make me feel like at home. And I love that. I, I really do enjoy that. So I will definitely be supporting you guys. And can't wait for the next one all right awesome thank you so so much thank you no problem